Welcome to This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Now is your chance to get caught up in all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. Now here's your host, Gene Destro. This week, how a stock trading app may have led to the tragic end of a young man's life, how you can get refunds for reservations that got canceled during the pandemic, and a new invention that can both help reduce your chances of catching COVID-19 and vastly reduce the number of potty breaks you're going to need to take on your next road trip. All this and more coming up. In the coronavirus economy, lots of consumers want refunds and lots of companies don't want to give them. Well, that's a business opportunity that one company has turned into a useful new app. Jeff Colvin from Fortune Magazine reports. Stay-at-home orders have left consumers with a flurry of unwanted gym memberships, concert tickets, and airline reservations, but getting any money back has been a headache. An online firm called Do Not Pay says it can come to the rescue and has raised more funds to expand. The startup charges $3 a month for a subscription and helps consumers parse through legalese to win refunds. Do Not Pay uses bots to send emails and letters to companies or government bureaus on behalf of the consumer. As some states prevented landlords from collecting late fees and from evicting tenants, Do Not Pay jumped in, pressuring landlords with the relevant laws and executive orders to defer payments. As most live events have been canceled, many consumers have struggled to get refunds from ticketing companies like Ticketmaster and StubHub. So Do Not Pay sought a different path. While government laws may not protect consumers in this case, debit and credit card company bylaws are far friendly if a service is not delivered. The company's now developing a raft of other consumer-related legal products, including one that enables homeowners to renegotiate their property taxes. Consumers will always have financial problems with a legal angle, and Do Not Pay wants to help with all of them. Inside Business, I'm Jeff Colvin for CBS News. a story about a different type of app and the unforeseen and tragic consequences that may have come out of using it. On June 12th, 20-year-old Alexander Kearns of Plainfield, Illinois, committed suicide, reportedly because he erroneously believed that he had lost $730,000 when he was using the Robinhood stock trading app. And his family contends it was because the app's interface was misleading. CNN reports that in response to the incident, Robinhood has announced they're making changes. Now, because that all seems pretty extreme for just using an app, and because, probably like most people, I don't really understand all that much about either the stock market or trading apps, I called on an expert for help sorting it all out. David Peleg used to work on Wall Street, and now he teaches finance at Kent State University. He was actually trading a type of derivative security called an option. And options are very complex instruments and typically in order to trade them in a brokerage account you need to prove to the broker that you have some level of sophistication above a regular investor just because the risks can be gigantic and there's a lot of leverage involved so if you buy a stock and you put a thousand dollars into a stock your worst case is you lose a thousand and your best case is you make you know two three thousand maybe more 
But with a derivative position like an option, if you sell options, you may wind up, if you have a thousand in your account, you could easily lose five or six or seven thousand. You don't know. The amount of your losses are not totally capped and it allows people to have much more risk than a normal person would have in a brokerage account. And it appears that Robinhood was not doing a good job of vetting the investors to show they had sophistication. For example, in the fall at Kent State, I'm teaching an advanced derivatives course. And those students who are 20 to 21, some of them, the ones who pay attention, will sort of learn how derivatives work. But I would say at the end of my class, even the A students really are not qualified to trade derivatives for their own money. So I think that is part of the perfect storm that led to this tragedy. And because of the way the system works, he thought that he was he had lost 730000 His loss was probably just a few hundred dollars, actually, maybe even $1,000. It turns out, what, it was a glitch and he didn't really lose that much money? Yes, correct. It was a glitch because what happened is he uh, some a- options were exercised on him. And he had to pay 730000 but he was going to receive $730,000 worth of stock. But what he saw was the minus 730000 of cash. And what he didn't see was receiving the value of that stock in his portfolio. And I think it happened, like sometimes I think those things happen over the weekend. So he looked at his statement and as he wrote in his note, tragically, he said, I really have no clue what I'm doing. And now I've just ruined my future. But in fact, If he would have just waited until Monday, he would have seen that he probably only lost a couple of thousand bucks. Your best advice then to people who might want to use some of these trading apps, what's your best advice on that then? My best advice is, number one, you get what you pay for. If you trade on Robinhood, you are probably going to lose money because you're always going to be trading at unfavorable prices. And your best strategy is typically to buy and hold stocks. And I think that's not the message people want to hear because they, for them, it's a bit of a game and they want to get rich quick. And all of these people are going to probably lose their money because they're going up against the best and the brightest in the world with banks of computers and PhDs sitting at desks, staring at the markets all day long. They're not going to beat those people. those people are going to take their money sooner or later. So make some good investments, buy some value stocks, hold them for a long time. You're not going to get rich from investing. You're going to get rich from earning wealth and then saving for the future. How do these apps work? Do you know? Yes. You have a brokerage account. And to access the brokerage account back in the old days, you would call your broker and your broker would call someone else on their desk and execute your trades on the exchange. But what happens now is we've taken all the broker, all the humans out of the chain. So now a young person or anyone can open an account at say Robinhood or TD Ameritrade, and they can link it to their bank account and they can load it up with money, with dollars. And then they can trade right from the app. And it looks as if it were a game. And and they've sort of engineered the user experience to be like it's a game. And so what happens is when you send in your orders to buy and sell, instead of going to an stock exchange where it's regulated by the market, the exchange rules, it's being executed in dark pools. I want to explain what those are, but they're just pools that aren't lit to the public and which are controlled by 
high-frequency trading firms, which are paying money to get that order flow. And those firms are able to make profits by saying what you want to buy or sell. So they can be ahead or behind the market, and they have superior information because they have your information of the things everyone wants to buy and sell. And when you don't pay commissions, you can trade all day long, and it appears that it's not costing you money. But really, every time you trade, you're losing a little bit to the high-frequency trader. You just don't know it. Also today, lots of us will probably be hitting the road for the holiday weekend and lining up for potty breaks at rest stops. Of course, in a pandemic, lining up anywhere is a potentially dangerous proposition, and lining up somewhere where lots of water droplets that could be carrying a deadly virus are hanging around is particularly problematic. But now there's an ingenious alternative, as CBS's Diane King-Hall reports. From shelter-in-place to public space, the health risks of the outside world are real and public toilets are the pinnacle. Enter the Travel John, a disposable urine bag fit for when you've got to go on the go. The pouches absorb liquid deposits and morph into a, quote, odorless and spill-proof gel. The Travel John comes in packs of 3, 6, and 18, and yes, Travel Janes and Travel Johns for kids exist as well. And that's it for now. Stay happy and healthy, and we'll see you again next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Tune in next week for more tech news on 93.5-1590-WAKR and WAKR.net.